Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jesse Naylor. Sorry we're late. I was late. Uh, my internet is tripping. I don't know why. It's been really windy in Oakland. I'm oh, just like that. We lost Grant. Damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. It's a good look, though. Remember, remember last time when he was ordering food and we were trying to guess what he was ordering? That's how I filled the time. I don't know how long this is going to last. His internet was McDonald's Wi-Fi for a good 10, 12 minutes. Told him to reset his Wi-Fi. He did that. Looks fantastic, by the way. But he's gone. That's, that's it. I mean, we, we didn't even have like a flow started. To get into a show. I mean, how do we how do we even go from here? We we didn't introduce any topics. We didn't none of that stuff. So I don't know. I'll tell you this though, I got a fun little game of would you rather that I'm gonna propose to Grant. We'll see what he thinks about this. See what you guys think about this. But there he is. Nope, baby. Hey, there he is. Grant, everybody. Hey, this is uh, the Grant Cohn Show. Uh, Grant, right there. That's your that's your host. <laughs> it I don't happens, know what's going dude. on, man. I pay for good internet. I don't know what the problem is. Do I have to like send out a snarky tweet to Xfinity? Hey, Xfinity at Xfinity. You know, you know what it is, Grant. I had so I'm right next to my modem, and I used to have the same issues. And I've got like five hundred over five hundred, and I ended up having hardwire in. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. You're always one step ahead of me on technology. <laughs> but we'll work it out. We'll I got, get it. I finally got the microphone set up. I'm going to have a camera next week, and maybe I'll have internet the week after that. Anyway. Perfect. Yeah, it's good. And okay. then we'll go primetime. So the, the title of the show is How the Niners Can Go All In This Year. And uh, I put a picture of Lamar Jackson on the thumbnail. Say oh. all in. Oh. Because, I mean... It seems like if we're going to go all talking all in, like that's the move. But I'm not saying that's the Niners are going to do that. I mean, there are other ways the Niners could go all in without, you know, totally sacrificing the future. But I think it'd be fun to at least entertain that thought because the way I see it is the Niners have kind of a two year window with this current team, all the vets that they've signed and locked in. I don't know if a lot of them are going to be on the team in 2025. And if you want to definitely win a Super Bowl in the next two years, I mean, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely pretty good. What do you think it would take to get Lamar Jackson, realistically? Like, if you were putting a package together, what, what would you offer the Baltimore Ravens? I know, it'd be tough, right? You have to give, like, two first-round picks and then give him a fully guaranteed contract. It'd be rough. Any runs? You'd have to give Trey? up. Yeah. yeah. You'd give up Trey, obviously. Probably give up yeah. Trey and Purdy and be like, I don't know, you choose. What, who do you like? Which Whatever one? Whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Trey and Purdy. There you go. And we'll give you Debo. And next year's first and next year's second. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you would give up to realistically pull that trade off. That would be a tough one. It just seems like, look, I, I know it's crazy, right? I know it's crazy, but the Niners are kind of a quarterback away and the quarter, the teams in front of them have Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. If the Niners had Lamar Jackson, they could really say like, hey, you know, we got a quarterback that's every bit as talented as, well, maybe not Mahomes, but Jalen Hurts. Everybody as talented as Jalen Hurts. Oh, for sure. On a, on a team that's maybe better. I don't know. I feel like it would sacrifice the future. 
but it would be quite interesting. Him, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, like, how do you stop that? You you wouldn't you, you wouldn't stop that. You don't you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't stop that. Yeah. I think you know the thing is is like I think the 49ers I don't know. I just I feel like the quarterback position is not that important to Kyle. I mean it is to a certain extent the fact that you traded everything to go get Trey but you you haven't gone all in with him. You haven't done the necessary steps to get him to that all-in stage. So do you want just a guy that's that can run the offense? I, I don't know. Kyle's really hard for me to read in these situations. I think I think Aaron Rodgers, by the way, just so we all know, would only be $15.8 million cap hit this year to the 49ers if they traded for him. Now, I think that's just as hard to go get him because they're not going to want Trey or Purdy, for that matter. They've got Love, who I assume they want to roll with. And then you'd have to give up Debo. You don't really have any assets this year. I feel like they want multiple draft picks, which the 49ers don't have. So, I mean, as far as going all in, the 49ers are in a tough position if it's going to center around another quarterback that's not on this roster. Yeah, I know. It's like the Niners don't want to be committed to one quarterback, and they want to really spend on the rest of their team but I don't think that's necessarily a championship model I think to win a Super Bowl you really have to have a top 10 quarterback maybe even better than that maybe even better than that and if he's on a rookie deal great if not you know at least you have a top 10 quarterback the Niners are trying to win this other way and I don't know that you can and if you had Lamar Jackson you have to sacrifice some depth in a, in a couple a couple players but like okay well at least you have like an impact player at quarterback for the first time in a long time. I don't know. But anyway, we don't have to talk. It's not going to happen. So let's talk about other ways the Niners could go all in this year, in more modest ways, where they would preserve their future. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, see, so this came up to me because I heard an interview with Tony Dungy a couple of days ago, and he was talking about why he left Tampa or why they mm -hmm. got rid of him, essentially. And the Glazers, the owners of Tampa, and he had a different philosophy. His philosophy was, I want to build a long-term winner, a team that's always going to be there, much like the 49ers are in a situation right now. And they wanted to win a Super Bowl right away. They didn't care about the future. They wanted a Super Bowl right now. And they said, well, Gruden could be that guy that'll get us over the hump. And then they named another coach, which I forget who it was. And they ended up going after Gruden. And it did. It w resulted in a Super Bowl, but they weren't good for very long after that. And I feel like the 49ers are kind of in that same situation where they're trying to be good for a long time, but they're mm -hmm. also trying to get over the hump. So how do they do that? I think the only way that you can go like all in and not mortgage the future is to sign a bunch of veterans who are still good, maybe even overpay and do a bunch of one-year deals so that you keep that cap flexibility for all these other years. And if you continue to do that, I mean, I was looking at Kansas City. This year, since 2019, is the least amount of free agents they have. They normally sit around the 25 to 30 range on a regular basis. You look at the Eagles, I mean, their, their whole team seems to be free agents. But they're going to retool on the fly, no problem, because they have two first-round picks. They're going to free up money. They're going to bring in some other veterans and they're going to rinse and repeat. And so guys that I was looking at 
that would be realistic to go get guys like Patrick Peterson, Justin Houston, Robert Quinn, Jadavian Clowney, Marcus Peters, those types of guys, guys that you know can contribute for a year. You're not giving them a long-term commitment. You, Like I said, you might have to pay them a little bit more to just do a one-year deal, but you're keeping that flexibility long-term. And I think that is what the 49ers, to me, it seems that is most important to the 49ers is to keep a core together and continue to compete. But you also have to find your time to go all in and a way to do it that doesn't necessarily mortgage the future. Because if you don't win like Tampa was able to, then it just looks silly because you didn't win a Super Bowl and you didn't sustain winning for a long-term period. So to me, it's a bunch of one-year deals. Older guys, that's the way to do it. I like it. Um, And to be specific, I think the Niners really need to focus on their offensive line and their quarterback position. They don't need to bring in Lamar Jackson per se, but they need to bring in a quarterback. And it's not a slight against Trey or Brock. It's a slight against Kyle. Dude, Kyle, you can't keep quarterbacks healthy. Even though you think you, it's not your fault. You can't keep quarterbacks healthy. It's been an issue for more than a decade. So until you adjust, the Niners are just going to have to work around that and bring in guys. So you have two, both coming off an injury. Sign another, draft another. That's four. You can't have five, but have one on the practice squad. So uh, I would suggest signing Jameis Winston if he gets cut or Marcus Mariota if he gets cut or Trubisky. I mean, there's going to be guys that the Niners could sign for one year um, and way cheaper than Jimmy Garoppolo that are probably better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you have these two guys and, and draft someone around seven. Boom. Now, because what the Niners all said is like, you know, we ran out of bodies at quarterback. If we had just had another guy, okay, well, go ahead. Get you guys this year. Yeah. Don't use that yeah. as an excuse anymore. Yeah. You, you've been talking about quarterback a lot. And one guy I haven't heard you mention that I would love to try to get is Taylor Heineke. Sure. Heineke. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I think he could do everything Purdy did in this offense. You surround him with that talent and, and a coach like Kyle Shanahan, I just feel like he could do everything that we saw Purdy do. And I, agree. I mean, shoot, people might think he's the next franchise quarterback, but <laughs> I, I feel like he can do it. I agree. I was just trying to shoot a little higher. Like I'm not even sure Purdy's good enough. And I was thinking like maybe someone like Jameis Winston, who's had his issues, but if you put him on this team with this, with this coach, maybe he actually fulfills his uh, promise his potential. I mean, quarterbacks yeah. seem to do really well on this team until they get hurt. I guess is the yeah. crude way to put it. So that'd be one guy. Mariota's another. I mean, come on. Like, could, could Jameis Winston throw 40 touchdown passes in a season with the Niners if, if he stayed healthy? Maybe. He hasn't played on a team like this before. I feel like he could. And I feel like that's what you need. Like, I don't care if a quarterback throws 15, 20 picks in a season. Did he throw 40 touchdown passes? Cool. That's, that's my quarterback. We, we, he could, we could win a Super Bowl. That's what yeah. Stafford did. He led the league in picks and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because no, it's true. It, it is true. Uh, but I don't know. Kind of kind of to your point is you need a, a guy to be a top 10 guy. I just don't know but, if that guy exists realistically but, for the 49ers. I mean, Carr could be borderline. Maybe in this offense he could be, but then you're going to pay out the wazoo. I mean, maybe you could make magic happen with a guy like Winston or whoever for a year and they could play like a top 10 guy. I feel like Purdy was playing like a top 10 guy. I don't think he is a top 10 guy, but I think there are guys that you could go get to your point that in this offense with these weapons, with Kyle Shanahan could play like a top 10 guy for a year. And more importantly, for a playoff run. See, the reason I'm so focused on the quarterback position is it's such a question mark this year. It seems arguably weaker than last year. And I feel like the Niners are uh, 
flirting with the 2020 season where, you know, Brock's just not ready. And tr- they get Trey Hurt again, running him 17 million times. And then all right. of a sudden, like, Nate Sudfeld is starting 10 games. It's like, what happened? So you can't let that happen. They got to have so many contingency plans. And I feel like it's not that hard. The Niners have shown that they can really do very well on offense with guys who the rest of the league overlook. I agree. The You know, the thing, it, thing that comes up, though, is who out of those guys that we mentioned are willing to be the third guy? Because I doubt any of those guys are going to jump over Trey or Purdy in the depth chart. If Purdy's healthy, now all of a sudden you're the third guy. Are any of those guys willing to to do that? I don't know. Well, it's a smart move if they are. Because from, from what the Niners could pitch, the pitch could be, look, we can't promise you anything. Trey's a starter. Brock's not going to be there in training camp, so you, you don't have to worry about his reps. But he's going to come back and he's be a factor. But, you know, you're probably going to get your chance eventually. We've had some injuries at the quarterback position. Neither of these two young kids have shown that they can stay on the field long term. Um, you see the weapons we have here. You see the defense we have here. If and when you get your shot, it might just jumpstart your career. So what do you say? You know, one year, three million with, with half of it guaranteed or whatever, like the Nate Sudfeld contract. What do you say? Yeah. Trubisky might be into that. I mean, he signed something similar to that two years ago in Buffalo behind to sit behind Josh Allen, who doesn't miss time ever. So yeah, maybe. I, and I think Trubisky isn't even the best you could do. I'd rather have Mariota. I'd rather have Winston. So I, I think they could do it. And again, if not them, Heineke, there are options yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there are options and somebody, you could either be a backup somewhere else or we could pay you a little bit more to be our third string quarterback because we actually can spend more money on quarterbacks being that we're only spending 10 million. Now we'll give you an extra million. You're our third string. You know, as well as I do a third string here is like a second string anywhere else. So you got a chance to play. I mean, it might work. It just might work. Also, uh, you can't tell me the Niners are going all in. If they're starting offensive line next year is Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, Nick Sakel, Spencer Burford, and Jalen Moore. That's not all in. You, you got to add another impact player to that line somewhere. Center, right guard, right tackle. I don't care. Got to be someone splurge. They don't spend enough money on this offensive. Like, they're spending $34 million in the offensive line this year, and $28 million goes to Trent. Come on. Get someone else. The right tackle is a, is a keep. They got to get someone decent there. They could trade up in the draft. They could sign someone. But if you sign someone in the draft, if you sign someone, I mean, you can't, they can't even afford McGlinchey, and he's not even good. So, I don't know. They got to get creative there. The answer is not Jalen Moore, though. No, no. The answer is no. The answer is not Jalen Moore. But I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if the answer is out there. I, I, looking through free agency, this is not a good year to need a right tackle and or center. Juwan, this is not the year. What's his name? Jawan Taylor. What's his name? Doing, yeah, uh, but he's not um, better than than McGlinchey. I mean, they're roughly the same. Yeah, the the thing what you're saying is and I agree with you is their offensive line from this year has to improve next year. I don't foresee any free agents that are going to make this offensive line better for sure than what it was last year. I just don't see those guys out there. I mean, if you splurge maybe on a center and then you go cheap at right tackle, Burford steps up. I mean, maybe but there's no guarantee. I don't think that there's a combination out there in free agency to make that happen. And I think that's the hard part. When you look at this, I, I, don't, I don't know what that combination is. Yikes. 
Yikes. Kevin says glitch face was almost as attractive as your shirt. I like this sweater. People always make fun of my sweaters. I have nice <laughs> sweaters. <sighs> Going very slowly through the comments because I'm on uh, Microsoft Edge because I think it was a, I don't know. No cap grant looking kind of hot right now. No pause, says Battle Cat. No pause. That'll be no pause. Well, thank you. Um, this dude says Grant Clown. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Manny Fresh says we need to spend on protecting the quarterback. Nah, they need to protect themselves. Yeah. Did you get the memo? 2.0 says I have a f- I feel like Mariota could come in and be the guy, but I don't think Kyle Shanahan has the peanuts to sit trade or to sit trade or trade him. Have to pray Purdy isn't out long. Well, I, I don't think you like it's either or Mariota. I think what's cool about Mariota is that he could run the stuff that you would want Trey Lance to run. So you have two guys. Okay. I have to bring this up because 2.0 did it for me. So, wh- why? Why is there this thought out here that Trey is so bad from some people that once the option is Trey, who you spent everything you had to go get this kid, when he's your number one option, it's like anybody but him. We're really going to say that Marcus Mariota is a better option than figuring out if Trey Lance could potentially be the guy. That's how far we've gone with the Trey Lance is a bust. We really right, believe right. that. Right. I, no, I would call up Marcus Mariota and sell, and sell him on like being a backup and saying, hey, man, we get a lot of quarterbacks injured, including maybe you if you play here. But hey, if you want to wait around uh, effort for Trey to get his shot, fine. But no, I'm not trying to replace Trey. And I think the thing with Trey... I think it's really sad, and I'm not trying to call anyone racist, but I think it's you got to notice that young black quarterbacks are not afforded any time to improve. They're either good right away or they're busts. Have you not noticed that trend? That's what Geno Smith proved. That's the Geno Smith story. Yeah, and that's why I'm t- that's why I'm looking at Jameis. You know what I'm saying? Jameis has been written off. Like you suck. Like actually, you know, like compare his numbers from his first five years to Peyton Manning's. Peyton Manning threw 100 picks in his first five years. But it's like, it's okay. He was improving. He was growing. And he was. But black quarterbacks can't. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to improve or grow or have any type of ramp-up period. You just have to be Deshaun Watson. Got to be Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton. You got to be, you know what I'm saying? And Trey, so far, through four, four games, hasn't exactly lit up the league. And people are like, what? It's like, stop, relax. <laughs> if- I bet you, I bet you there's a big chunk of this fan base that is out on Trey, but would still kick the tires on Zach Wilson, who we've seen much more of and has been a lot worse. (laughs) Telling you, I'm telling you, Bailey, Bailey Zappi, Bailey Bailey Zappi's about to replace Mac Jones potentially. And people still want to take the chance on Mac Jones. (laughs) I just, I, I don't think it's that people dislike black people. I just think in football, the black quarterback is kind of new. And there's this unconscious thought that, man, that they can't play the position or historically they haven't been good at it or they play a different style or yada, yada, yada. And all that stuff comes into it. And it's like you have to have instant confirmation that this particular black quarterback can succeed. And if they don't have it, it's like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's that kind of stuff. And I don't know that it's like, bunch of people just hate black people it's just a it's a weird quirk of football culture man it's just weird 
And I think people need to think about it. Like, are you giving this black quarterback a chance? Or are you subconsciously writing him off? Because that's what football people do. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's what the NFL yeah, has done forever. I think, I think it, it, it's tough because I think it also just goes to mobile quarterbacks, like quarterbacks that are heavily mobile, which you look at like Taysom Hill, which obviously he was a tight end. <laughs> um, With white quarterbacks, though, it's an asset. With black quarterbacks, it's like, oh, that's man, true. Are they going to run too much? Like that's true. I mean, I, I mean, even Tim Tebow got multiple. Know, <laughs> he got a chance with the Patriots saying, again. What I'm saying: How many chances is Baker Mayfield going to get? Oh, Baker, dude, Sam Darnold. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But like, Mariota is written off. At Mariota, Jameis Winston, totally written off. Oh, these were top two picks in the draft. Yeah. When, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay. I, I would, if you're looking for the next Geno, I think you got to think along these lines and look at someone who was just kind of unfairly written off too soon. I don't know. Maybe that's not yeah. Jameis Winston. I don't know. Jameis, yeah. Jameis did have a lot of chances, but damn. Dude, dude, for 5,000 yards. The Niners haven't had a quarterback this stone for 4,000 yards since I was in middle school. Middle school. <laughs> yeah, that's Hold true. on. I missed one. I missed one. I missed one. I missed one. Clayton says, a guy like Jameis looming behind Trey, he could throw for 4K and 30 TDs. Jameis is Niner football. Kittle juice by week two preseason. Laughing my freaking ass. I just feel like Jameis would be a little... <laughs> it would be interesting to infuse him into this locker room. It would be great. I, I would like to see it. Yeah, I don't I don't know how like eating W's and <laughs> all that would go with Jameis, but I, I think it'd be know. fun. We need some fun characters in the locker room. Jameis is a little rah-rah, and the Niners are kind of anti-rah-rah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Kyle true. Kyle isn't rah-rah. It's very much X's and O's and whatever. Yeah. Manny Fresh says, why can't Trey be in a normal offense? That's what I'm saying. Hey, they're going to have to let him play quarterback before they totally ruin his career at some point. And I, yeah. I'm looking at him as like, he's not Anthony Richardson. He's not going to be dominating in his own read offense, but as a scrambler, he could be really freaking dangerous. So why don't you yeah. just, ba- like, ha- Donovan McNabb didn't run the zone read. Steve Young didn't run the zone read. Chill. Relax on the zone read. <laughs> he could be a weapon just handing the ball off. The Niners won a su- an NFC Championship hand- throwing eight times and handing off the rest of the way. How come when Trey Lance is on the field, he has to be the focal point? Of the running game. I never understood that. You have a good running game without him. If he just handed off every time, you'd be top half of the league in running. Why does he have to run 10 times? Especially if he's not really effective at it yet. Let him be a decoy. And then get it, and then start working him in slowly. That's a no-brainer. Unless you want to show that he's not ready. The, the argument that you always hear, well, two things. One... Well, if he would have just stayed healthy against Seattle, we would we would have seen the actual offense because if you look at what if if you look at what Jimmy Garoppolo did, that was the offense that was going to be with Trey, but we just didn't get to see it because he was injured. It's like maybe I guess, but we still didn't get to see it. And then the other thing is, well, I mean, this is what Shanahan thinks he's at. So what do you expect him to do? Well, I don't know. Do something different because everything you've done at the quarterback position has been wrong. So am I, am I'm supposed to trust Shanahan with the quarterback position. Out of all things, he does a lot of things really well. Quarterback position, not so much. He does get the best out of his guys, but he doesn't necessarily know who the right guys are and how to develop them. So or I'm not going to gonna trust him in this situation. No, poopy pants. No, it's it's just I got it. I think I got it at a second hand. 
Smack Jones says, what's up, fellas? Keep that Niner content rolling. What's up, Smack Jones? What up, Smack? 2.0 says, nothing to do with race. Would rather have Winston over Trey, too. I'm not talking about you, 2.0. No, I'm not no, talking no, about not you. you. Uh, no. Mariota isn't white, is he? No, absolutely not. I would lump him in with other non-white quarterbacks, frankly. Um, I don't know. Don't care. But Trey wasn't even a good passer in college. Instinctually, it just looks bad, man. I wasn't talking about That's you. That's so not thing true, Trey, though. But, but the thing about Trey is he actually did have a resume. You could say that it wasn't meaningful because he was at North Dakota State, but compare him to Anthony Richardson. The dude completed 53% of his passes at a good school. You know, like that guy is all hype and projection because he's 235 pounds. He runs a 448. Yeah, I get it. But Trey actually, like, won a national championship, never lost a game, completed 66% of his passes. Like, he had a resume, even though Didn't it was so much an interception. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit different. It's a little bit different. I, in, in, yes, 2.0. I don't think either of us were lumping you into it. We're just Didn't saying mean in to. general. Didn't mean to. Yeah. Your your com your super chat sparked the conversation, but I completely disagree. Saying that he wasn't a good passer in college. That's that is just. I, I mean, I maybe we saw two different guys he and two different. He wouldn't have been the third pick film. in the draft. He wouldn't have been the third pick in the draft if he was a bad no. passer in college. No. If he completed fifty three percent of his passes like Anthony Richardson, he wouldn't have been a first round pick. And I'm surprised that Anthony Richardson is getting mocked as, as high as he is. He's a great athlete, but he also has to play quarterback. And man, his quarterback resume is not there. It's just not there. But he might end up being great, but I'm just saying that's a hell of a risk taking the time. take 15. a long time, yeah. Whoa! Uh, Andrew says, Kyle Shanahan offense, a KS offense in 2023, put CMC at quarterback, get Trent in motion, and then hand off to Trey to run between the tackles. Bye. <laughs> I will say that Kyle's very, killed me. Kyle's very creative, and that's what's going to keep the Niners' offense, you know, afloat. But his scheme, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to just bring in Bobby Slowick to run his scheme, man. It's kind of an old-school 1990s scheme, and every year there's, a, like, a smaller and smaller pool of players who fit it from college. Man, like, colleges aren't doing that stuff under center. Like, they're doing what the Eagles are doing. Like, I, I don't understand being so committed to the under center play action game. Like you do under center play action so you can get shot plays, right? But you don't throw downfield anymore. So what is the freaking point? You tried to do it one time against Philly and you got your quarterback knocked out and he still hasn't gotten surgery. I don't see it. It seems like a, a holding on to the pass and Kyle Shanahan can do it because he's so smart, but eventually, I don't know. What's funny like is the league is going. He, what's funny is he likes the under center shotgun shot plays, except for when Trey was playing. <laughs> which thank you by, which by the way that's what he did in college 39 percent under center tons of play action tons of drop back passing that's what he did in college well, that would translate perfect with your offense but as soon as he was in nah spread. he's a dual spread threat shotgun. pistol spread shotgun it's like dude if that's what you wanted to do you should have drafted justin fields what are you thinking right the black quarterback is always used as a runner well i mean Jameis is not that kind of guy Jameis is a pocket quarterback with a little mobility. You don't run him in the zone read. Gino, you don't run him in the zone read. Right. I mean, black quarterbacks are not all the same. They're not. They don't all play the same way. Memo, Manny Fresh. He knows that, though, because <laughs> he was in the big timers. J. Mark Garza says, I was so excited when Lance was drafted, and I still am. He will be great if Kyle lets him run the Purdy offense and not a Greg Roman offense. Here, 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 here. Jalen LeGrant says Jalen Ramsey should be a target for the Niners and inquiring about Zach Wilson from the Jets should be a move 
uh, to new scenery. He has talent. Never, uh, you never know. I'm kind of overspending money on defense, and I just spend a lot of money on defense. They don't spend enough on offensive line. The NFL doesn't I, let you play defense anymore. They 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 took they changed the rules. Didn't you hear? You can't play defense anymore. You're not allowed in the Super. Bowl. I'm also not bringing in Zach Wilson at ten million dollars when I can go get hopefully Heineke for eight. Zach Wilson, who I know like, can play. Zach Wilson's like mobile Josh Rosen. I've never <laughs> seen someone get hated so much. I mean, hated more than Josh. Niners daddy yeah. says need to invest in the O line like Grant invested in that shirt. Mm. Damn. Also, this is, this is Lance's year. He will stay healthy and prove all the haters wrong. Okay. Some want Trey to be cap 2.0. Yeah, I don't. He's not. Some say that. Flav, I mean, 2.0 is definitely about race. Maybe not for everyone, but for a lot. If you won't call Zach Wilson a bust, then why call Trey one? Um, Is that Flav? I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe he will call Trey one. I don't. I mean, maybe he would call Zach Wilson one. I, don't, I haven't seen him comment about Zach Wilson. Any chance of a Jared Goff trade? He's really expensive. Um, I don't think the Niners want Jared Goff. He's doing good in Detroit. Let him stay in Detroit. For sure. Kevin says three third round comp picks: uh, DT Maisie Smith, Siaka, um, safety Jordan Battle, Chris Smith. Man, I can't t- tight end Sam Laporta. Zach Charbonnet, UCLA. Zach Charbonnet, UCLA. Juan <laughs> Jones and a quarterback. Hey, if the Niners draft Zach, Zach Charbonnet is hella good. If they draft Zach Charbonnet in round three, I'm not even going to make fun of him for taking. Uh, I want to draft that Leah 2 Latu guy because that's you can't say his name. Yeah, and if he's good, then hard. we have to talk about him on a regular basis. I'll make him a I'll weekly learn. topic. <laughs> I'll learn. Kyle will run him, LOL. Yeah. Uh, 2.0 says one game with over 250 passing yards in his entire life. Cosell nailed it when he knows. Where ball is going in the huddle, he might be okay. But if he doesn't, it's just bad. Was the same in college. Four starts. Again, white quarterbacks. This never happens. Four starts. You got to give him a couple of years. You got to bring in Zach Wilson. Give him a second. You got to give Zach Wilson another look. Sure, he started 25 games, and he was fucking awful. He was awful. And the whole, the whole team revolted against him. But maybe we should bring him over here and give him one more look. And just totally give up on this guy with four starts. Come on. Um, how many, Look how many, Look inward, how many 250 yard games did Brock Purdy have this year? He had a lot of games where, I mean, he had games under 200 and games are over under for weeks was like 210.5 yards because he was right around there. So does that mean he can't be a franchise quarterback? Cause he doesn't throw for 250 every week, but people who think is he a brighter can be a franchise future? quarterback. Who is a brighter future? Trey Lance or Zach Wilson? Oh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Not close. Trey Lance. It was Trey, it was Trey Lance before the draft, and it's Trey Lance now. <laughs> Zach Wilson is horrible. I Zach knew Wilson he was gonna be bad. What remember what do you remember what I called him before the draft? Yeah, you called him like Happy Gilmore of you know of of uh like a slam dunk champion, like like a long yeah, dunk. Yeah, professional like, dunker. Yeah, like you're you're not really playing the sport, but you can put together some highlights. Yeah. You can laugh, but people forget Wilson was QB one for SF. Uh, I, I no, he wasn't. No, he was he QB1 for Chris Sims. Yeah, he, he wasn't. Trey versus Mahomes in Vegas. We already faves. <laughs> NFC. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Because it's, it's amazing. You don't even know who the quarterback is. I don't want Wilson. I said Mariota be nice. I like Mariota. I like Mariota. And you know, I want a Mariota like, last year. If you like Wilson, back. what about the guy, Jaron Hall at BYU? Put up the, put up the same numbers. A little bit older. Why not? Zach Wilson was the second pick in the draft. Jaron Hall 
fifth round prospect, same resume. What the hell is the difference? If you like Zach Wilson, maybe you take, you know, Zach Wilson 2.0, who's not a JetBlue heir. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Topic two, 30 minutes in. Who needs to break out this season for the 49ers for them to win the Super Bowl? This is such an easy answer for me. Well, to me, so if, I, if I have to choose one guy, one guy, it has to be one of the quarterbacks, right? Like, it has yeah. to be one of them. Trey Lance has to it's be the guy. Be Trey Lance. It's got to be, be Trey. Lance. It's got to be, be Trey. But let's, let's go Trey. deeper. Let's peel the onion back. Let's, let's go more guys. Sure. So, sure. a guy on defense that I think needs to break out, Drake Jackson. Ooh, they need Drake Jackson huge. because they're losing a lot of depth on that defensive line. They really do need to get a guy opposite of Bosa. Drake Jackson has to be that guy that they kind of played a little bit like Hafunga and then breaks out in year two. They really could use him to be a breakout player next year. Damn. Who else? Breakout player. Jordan Mason? Again? Like, actually let him play? I think you yeah. need a second running back here. Elijah Mitchell? Whoever. I think you need a second running back here. I mean... Can we come back Mitchell to Trey Lance for a second? Healthy. Can we go back to Trey Lance for a second? He's yeah. so important this year. He yeah. is so important this year. Jimmy's not coming through that door. Brock Purdy, God knows. And then, are the Niners going to sign Jameis Winston or Mariota? Doubt it. Do you think they will? No. 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 I they, think all the guys like, we mentioned are not a chance, probably. No. What, who, who, who are they going to sign? I know who they're going to sign. Nick Mullins? Nate Sudfeld. Okay. Same difference. Same difference. They're going to do that. Nick Mullins, so I mean, what? guys that know the offense. So you know what, Trey? It's on you, baby. It's on you. And I'm not saying be Jalen Hurts in year three, but I, you're not going to get benched. You're not going to get replaced. No one's looking over your shoulder. It's, it's all you. And the Niners have done you wrong, and you're not necessarily ready for this moment, but this is it. This is your life. This is your career. If he steps up and he's good, this team, there's no limit to what they could do. If not, if he's not ready, if they get him hurt again, I don't know where, where this season goes. So it's, it all hinges on number five. So interesting. He looked like an afterthought for a minute there at the end of the season, and now it's like, boom, it's all about him. It's the Trey Lance story, 2023. It it is interesting how that has all come full circle. I'll say another guy that if Trey Lance is going to break out, he's going to need some help. He's going to need some protection. We don't know who the right tackle is going to be. We don't know who the center is going to be. Chances are, even if it's not the guys who were there last year, it's not going to be any better than what they've already had. So who can step Burford. up to help out? Burford. 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 And Banks. Banks. Banks was was. Banks was Banks solid. Was Banks was yeah. solid this year. I think he could take it to the next level in year three, in his second year as a starter. He could be a pro bowler. I think he has yeah, that kind I of agree. potential. I yeah. think he has that kind of potential. Burford was the worst player on the offensive line this year, but he's a rookie. He was the youngest player on the team. He can, he can step it up to solid next year. And then maybe, it, I don't know if he'll ever be an impact player. He's a fourth-round pick. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He, he's a good athlete, but Banks, Banks could step it up and be an impact player. They need another impact player on the offensive line. You got to have another one. And I think Banks could be that guy. 
Yeah. 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 So. So that's what they need. That's exactly it. But it is interesting that here we I got are. Another one. I got another one. Yeah. And I think, again, this comes down to opportunities. But Jawan Jennings, he, oh, yeah. we know he could be the kind of guy who catches 10 touchdown passes in a season. Um, but he hasn't, he just doesn't get the opportunities because the other five weapons on the offense, I mean, the Niners are so highly invested in all of them. And Jennings was just a seventh round pick. But he's kind of like a tight end, like a skinny tight end, but he blocks his ass off and he's slow, but he's great route runner and he runs these really good, I mean, he's really good shallow routes. He's kind of like Jordan Reed. You remember him? Yeah. Um, Jordan Reed had his, I mean, he had a season recall, 11 touchdown passes. If he got opportunity, because the thing is with, with Jawan, he drops passes, but it's kind of like, and if you only get three targets a game, it's kind of hard to lock in. And I feel like he's kind of in his head. Like if you just kind of fed him and gave him maybe five or six targets, he would really be a factor, but you can't give everyone five or six targets, right? And run the ball. Did you see him and Woolen going at it? Yes, I loved it. Was it. So I thought good. it was cool. I thought Woolen kind of cooked him, but because like Jennings started it, Jennings started it, and he, he had did. a good, he had a good line. But at the same time, like man, the Niners run a lot of cover three too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like they do <laughs> a lot of cover three. So that's kind of and then he came back and was like, okay, so why don't you just keep blocking then? It was like ooh. <laughs> they, you know what he should have done though is he should have sent him the video of him running up the sideline and catching it against Seattle. That's what he should have done. That would have been the ultimate comeback and and game finisher. What I about like what about Khalid Davis? Like oh, Khalid, yeah. it'd be He's nice important. to see him break out next year. Actually, that's a big one because or or Kinlaw. How about I mean one of yeah. the two, one yeah. of the two. It's got to be one of the two unless they draft another guy. Yeah. Kinlaw's important or Khalid Davis. Yeah. And honestly, let's, let's talk about Kinlaw for a second. Last year, there was a lot of wishful thinking with that. It was, you know, we don't need DJ Jones. We got uh, Javon Kinlaw. Well, what's, where he's at, where's he at with his uh, rehab? He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. We know it. Are you sure? No, yeah. He's going to be fine. And then he wasn't. Like, and I, I feel like they're doing that again with Brock Purdy. Because they need him. Oh, he's going to be fine. Are you sure or do you want him to be fine? They right. do this a lot. They do this a lot. It wasn't Kinlaw's fault. Like, it was the team. Like, they needed him, and they convinced themselves that he was just going to be great. Hunky-dory. Nah, man, it's not that simple. Is that, you know? Anyway, one to point didn't, that, that pattern. Didn't Bosa choose to not rehab around the 49ers? Wasn't that a conscious choice of his, if I remember correctly? He's pretty smart. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle needs to break out. He coaches scared. Thank you. Sir. <laughs> Um, who broke out last year? Last year, Afunga, Ayuk, Afunga, Ayuk, Afunga. I, I mean, I think Banks did to a certain extent too. Banks, Banks. I mean, considering he went from nothing. Yeah, yeah. So who could be that guy this year? The guy who did nothing. Sam Womack, Womack, Kalia Davis, Poe, Poe, Danny yeah. Gray. Yeah. Danny Gray is an interesting one. Lenore came on strong. I'm not writing him off. I actually think he might start. I think I don't think they're going to re-sign Mosley. I think Mosley's going to get a lot of money. You think Mosley's going to get paid somewhere else, like by the Texans? You think? Yeah. He's a corner. He's good. Corners yeah. get paid. Like I think he'll get more money than Jimmy Ward. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would. I would think so. I'd hope so. He's a lot younger. I think he could get as much as 15 million a year, Mosley. 
Maybe not. Good for him. If he does, good for him. I hope he does. Uh, Danny then, Gray, though, if if Trey Lance is playing, Danny Gray. I agree. I agree. But so if they lose, if they lose Mosley, then yeah, Womack kind of has to break out, right? Because you're gonna start Lenore, and then you need a nickel. Womack's got to be that guy. So yeah. You know what's annoying about Trey Lance is that his his arguably his number one highlight in his career is that throw to Danny Gray in the preseason. And it was so beautiful, and they never called it again. Yeah. 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 I'd say the uh, throw. It was just so perfect. There was a couple of them. <laughs> Actually, I think arguably his best throw was the Texans' Ayuk uh, in the corner. It's funny. Ayuk in the right corner for Purdy nice. and for Trey, probably their, arguably their best throws and weren't caught. I guess what I liked about it, though, is... It... It was a deep throw up the sideline where, like, the the point of the football, like, there was touch and trajectory on it. Like, yeah. who's the last 49ers quarterback who could throw that pass? You see it around the league every week, but, like, the Niners just never have that freaking quarterback. And Washington was like, oh, oh that's what you don't see in Levi's Stadium. Got it. It was yeah. fun. And yeah. now we're back to check down. I mean, Brock Purdy, great. But, I mean, by the end of the season, he was just throwing check down after check down. He really it did. was a lot of checkdowns. Yes. By the early on, he was taking shots, but by the end, he was just and he was doing good. It was doing pretty good. Charlie <laughs> says, Niners go all in for Super Bowl. The time is now. Restructured three players for cap, signed Ashawn Robinson DT, helped re-sign E-Man, signed Chauncey Gardner. No, nah, he got uh franchise. franchise tagged. Signed Yannick. I like Yannick. Um, helped uh draft right tackle center. That was very I liked it. He thought that through. Thought that through. Ashawn Robinson's good. He is good. But at a certain point, the Niners need to like draft these players. And the thing is, the the Niners draft as well as any team, right? Especially after round three. So you don't have to sign a bunch of expensive people. Like just keep Kyle just needs to like trust young players. You really, you can. Battle B says, bro, there's such a good running back in the draft I want so badly. He's light skinned CMC. His name is Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State. We need him. Light skinned. CMC, like lighter than CMC? That Battle Beast, I'll say this. They will draft a running back in round three, and it's not oh. going to be anybody that we've talked about. It's going to be Zach Charbonnet, hopefully. Nee says, early bold guess which late draft player position will will the gem, will be the gem of this next draft. Uh, I don't know. Position. Um, I really like Forsyth out of Oregon. I think he can be a starting center in this league. I think he's perfect okay. for this offense. I would love for him to be drafted. He'd probably When's be he a fifth-round guy. Okay. You're a big Oregon guy. I am. I'm a big UCLA guy. I, I'm a big Oregon guy, but I'm not... Like, if players aren't good, I'm this. not going to say they're good. Let me just say this. So, the, the, there was a time this year that UCLA was undefeated. And I told my wife, and she was like, oh, that's cool. So, let's go watch a game. So, we went just to like a bar on a Saturday to watch UCLA, Oregon. And we got there late end of the first half. UCLA was down like 25, 24 to nothing. So we just left. And I did watch some of that game. Bo Nix was wow. He was great. I kind of like him a little small, but he's got a little Brock Purdy plus to him. I like Bo Nix. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's all right. He was a he's transfer right. from Auburn, Auburn or something. No, something yeah. He can yeah. move. I like him. He can. Yeah, he definitely can. I mean, and the reason they didn't make it to the playoffs is because he got hurt. 
for a drive and it was enough for them to lose. So, yeah. You know, they, they talk about Bryce Young not being tall enough to get drafted one because he's not uh, the prototype, but I'm starting to think like, you know, Fran Tarkenton was six feet tall, Brock Purdy six feet tall. I mean, how important is height if you can really scramble like that, if you can really move and create your own space, you know? Fran Tarkenton was pretty special. I'm just saying. If you can change the launch point, it's big, but you see it over and over. You look at uh, Kyler Murray's a really good example of this. In breaking routes, he misses a lot because yeah, he but Ky- genuinely but doesn't Kyler's see it. Kyler's 5'3". Kyler's 5'3". Yeah. Maybe 5'5". Five, five. Maybe 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. He's he's taller. He, I know what they, they're listed at. Have There's pictures of him next to Bryce Young. I think he's bigger than Bryce Young. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's the ice. That's the ice. So. That's the ice. Uh, the guy who broke out last year was Purdy. Yep. Yeah, but... He wasn't on the roster the year before. I think we're looking for guys that were on the roster the year before that really didn't play and then took that next step. But yes, he did. Sam Womack could be one. Did I mention him? Sam Womack. Yeah. Yep. What did Keyshawn Johnson say about Trey Lance? Tell us, the good people watching. He, okay. So he said that he would give his right arm if Trey Lance... He, he would bet his right arm that Trey Lance is the starter for the season. He doesn't think it's particularly close. He doesn't think that he's fighting for his life, as he put it. He feels like he is the clear-cut starter. And he basically compared Brock Purdy to Jimmy Garoppolo and saying, hey, you know, he, great story, but the offense was still similar and that it was shorter game dink and dunk all that type of stuff he ran it to higher execution but it's not different enough to just forego trey lance and he believes as long as trey lance is healthy and shows that he is still making strides that it's his job and it's not close which i thought was interesting that's very interesting um no one's really talking like that about trey lance right now right even teams People on the team, there was that anonymous quote from someone on the team saying people would be pissed if Brock wasn't the quarterback. And even Trey Lance has said, well, well, what uh, George Kittle said on the record, it's, it's Brock Purdy's job to lose. Mm-hmm. That was wild. That's the thing about this team. There's what's obvious. There's what's commonsensical. And there's what the leaders in the team want. And it seems like they make all the decisions. And Kyle Shanahan could have an idea of what he wants to do, but then he runs it by the Cabo click and they're like, well, we vote this way. And they're like, and Kyle's like, all right, that's what we'll do. I don't know. That's the impression I get. So did you call him the Cabo and- click? Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know it's like, they weren't vacationing together. They just happened to be in the same. Sure they, were, yeah. they just happened to, Hey, Oh, you're going to be in Cabo. Oh, oh, well maybe we'll hang out. Yeah, I'm just saying. Cabo click. Cabo click. <laughs> It's smart That's as good. hell, man. That's Use good. check using that Harvard education. I'm definitely be being best friends with my coach. Absolutely. Oh, you're gonna cut me next year? What about all those great times we had in Cabo? Kyle. Kyle. I thought we were friends, Kyle. I anyway. I actually I didn't have a I really didn't have a problem with the whole Mexico thing or the Cabo thing, but that is actually really funny. Cabo click. Yeah. Cabo the, click. What's funny about what Keyshawn Johnson is saying is it's similar to what what I was saying and that the 49ers, in my opinion, prefer to have a dynamic quarterback. 
Now, I'm not saying Trey Lance is for sure going to be that guy, but he has an opportunity to be that guy, and you got to figure out if he can. And so people were were saying, you know, if if Brock Purdy goes to the NFC Championship or goes to a Super Bowl, that's enough to that the job is his. And I always said, if he does anything but win the Super Bowl, I feel like that's not necessarily the case. I feel like it's still probably Trey's job. Now, I do get the feeling in listening to the players and all these other things now that it is Brock Purdy's job to lose. But I like where Keyshawn Johnson is going because that line of thinking is exactly the way that I looked at the position and what I thought it should be. That as long as Trey Lance is healthy and as long as Trey Lance is progressing, he is the guy that can take you to that next level. So let him prove that he can be that guy. Right. And I guess what Keyshawn Johnson is saying kind of like <sighs> assumes that there's a choice. And what I would like to say is I don't think there's a choice here. I think what we're learning is that all that optimism that the Kyle Shanahan was expressing at that press conference was based on freaking nothing. They don't even know when he's going to have the surgery. They're saying hopefully mid-March. Well, they'll see. They could look at him in mid-March and be like, yeah, let's wait another two weeks. Let's wait another two weeks. We don't know. This setback wasn't anticipated to begin with. So even if he has surgery in two weeks, like, are you telling me that he's that much better than Trey Lance that coming off this huge surgery with zero offseason, they're just going to throw him in week one when Trey Lance has had the entire offseason? Is, is Lance that bad? Well, I guess we'll see. I don't think he's this, that bad. I think this, if Trey Lance has the entire offseason and Brock doesn't have any, you got to go with Trey. Who the hell is Brock? I love Brock Purdy. Who the hell is Brock Purdy? He's started eight games. You don't just get the job. I'm sorry. You got you to gotta work your way back too. Yeah, I, I think that's fair for both players. Uh, you, this two weeks. Your vet, you know what I'm saying? He's, 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 he's not on a, on a second contract with $100 million. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. Like, you had a promising start too, but you had no offseason. Chill. Yeah, because there's improvements he has to make too. I mean, yeah. quite frankly, we have to see those improvements. And if you can't, if you don't have an offseason, then it's hard to say that you've improved in those areas. But this two weeks, Potential two weeks, assuming that he does get surgery after this time frame, is huge. I mean, the timeline was already, I called it optimistic. I thought it was a little bit um, like aggressively optimistic already. And now with two weeks added into it, I think the optimism that Purdy's just going to be ready to roll and hey, you know what? He's not going to have to go through training camp or preseason or none of that, but he'll be ready to roll week one. So just give him the ball and go out there. I th I feel like that. I don't know how anybody can be that optimistic that it's just going to work out like that. I'm not. Samuel Coaster says, love listening to when I'm doing homework. To us. Excel sucks, Excel sucks. much love. I hate Excel. Spreadsheets in general. Not all spreadsheets. Not Take my choice fan. at the bar for you both. I drink, I drink, I'm a beer drinker. I'm not a hard liquor drinker. So usually you're going to get me with like a black butte Porter. Um, mango cart is a good one too. I'm a, but I, I like porters. If you give me like a coconut Porter, a black butte Porter, a vanilla Porter, something like that, even like a peanut butter Porter. I'm that's what I'm, that's what I'm into. What's a Porter is a Porter. It's heavy, right? Yeah. It's, it's closer to a stout. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. See, I like a stout and I like Pilsners and lagers. So I'll either yeah. get a Guinness or a Stella or a Modelo. I mean, I'm okay. Not, so if I'm you not like super Guinness, adventurous, yeah. If you like Guinness, go try next time you're out, try a Black Butte Porter. You'll like okay. it. Okay. I'll check it out. I, what I like about Guinness is how surprisingly light it is. Yeah. Like 5%. You know what I'm saying? Man, two IPAs, I'll be passed out. Two IPAs. Done. I like, I, I'm not an oh. IPA guy. I don't like the taste of it. Blue Moon, too. I like Blue Moon. You get the orange and the, yeah, it's legit. But like, I, I don't like to drink too much beer. Um, I feel like it doesn't agree with my, my, my physique. So I, I, I like, uh, I'll drink a martini. I like a martini. Um, usually get gin. I can go back and forth with a twist, you know, dirty martini, but I like a martini. And um, yeah, I guess I, I like margaritas in general. Like, I love a freaking margarita. <laughs> or, or like the, the ones with like the jalapeno infused, like the spicy margaritas. So yeah. freaking good. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like I have my drink of choice, but I'll maybe, maybe have a beer a month. Like m- maybe. <laughs> Usually it's like I'll have a beer like every two or three months and it's just a beer when I'm out at dinner type thing. I see. Um, Bus301 says, I agree with you, Grant, in that Brock needs to work his way back, but saying he's only played eight games is buffoonery. That's half a gosh darn season and he helped lead you to the NFC game. Eight games is nothing, dude. It's nothing. not a lot. It's nothing. It's, it's um, what Jimmy Garoppolo played before he got his extension. Was was his eight games more impressive than the ten games that you saw from Nick Foles to start his career when he threw for twenty seven touchdown passes and two interceptions? Was it more no. impressive than that? No. Okay. So and and, and then the he also Kyle. won a Super Bowl. So and was Super Bowl MVP. Watch Derek Carr as the next Kyle's guy. Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I don't know about that. Moving on. Is Kyle Shanahan too conservative or should he be more aggressive? There's an article in Football Outsiders. They, they have a, a new stat called like the aggressive index. And it's basically about how often you go for it on fourth down. And <laughs> Kyle ranked 19th out of 32. Nick Sirianni was first out of 32. And dead last was Robert Sala. <laughs> <laughs> So funny, but I get it with Salah. Like you had a good defense on the Jets. Your offense was horrific. You had Zach Wilson you went, and Mike White. You went months without scoring touchdowns. I get it. You have to win with your defense. But Kyle, I, I, I don't really get it. I mean, you're so invested in McCaffrey and Uzcheck and Kittle and Ayuk and Debo and Trent Williams, and then you're like, you know what? Let's punt it in our own territory and win with our. And you have a good defense too, but. The rules don't let you play that part of the... The rules really don't let you do it. And I'm thinking, I like what I like what Sirianni does. I like how he goes for it so much on fourth down. Do you think the Niners should be more like him? Man, I, I would imagine that if I looked at the list that there's probably... And this is only year one, so it's hard to say that there's a long-term correlation. This is... It sounds like year one of the stat. I think so. But I doubt that there's a correlation from like top tier teams and being overly aggressive. I think in Sirianni's case, probably. But like Andy, Andy Reid was Reed less aggressive or, than Andy Reid was less aggressive than, than than Kyle. To be fair, if you have yeah. Patrick Mahomes, 
you probably don't need to go for it on fourth down that much because you have Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. But I just want to point that out. I was looking, yeah. where's Andy Reid? Below, he was 21, Kyle's 19. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I don't know if there's a correlation saying he should be more aggressive or he's too conservative, but... Number two, number two, Mike McDaniel. No, like it. Where Mike was McDaniel. uh? Where was the uh, Dan Campbell? I felt like they went for it all the like time. Like five or six, five or six. Okay, six. yeah. They, they like went that. for it all the time. Yeah, I love that. So, I, I mean, I think it's a more entertaining brand of football no doubt but my issue is when kyle decides to be aggressive it just seems like there's no rhyme or reason to it that's the issue i have it's not that he's too conservative it's just you won't go forward on fourth downs when you've got i don't know brock purdy playing at a high level but the moment you get josh johnson in there like you want to go crazy <laughs> or or when jimmy garoppolo was your quarterback that you chose and then all of a sudden you put in Trey Lance, you went for it on every fourth down. It just, it doesn't make a lot of sense when he chooses to go for it, why he chooses to go for it. I just don't feel like there's rhyme or reason. Now he'll point to analytics and say that we're stupid and don't know football. That may be the case. I just feel like there's no continuity as to win. And it's almost like the difference between him and what I saw Sirianni do is Sirianni knew when he was and when he was not. And you could tell because they would run the ball or throw it short of the sticks on purpose. Yeah. To where Shanahan, it's like, oh, we didn't get it? Uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll go. But if you're going right. to go for it on fourth down or know you're going to, you need to know you're Plan going ahead. to so that third down, that play can, can correlate. And that's what I like so much about having the philosophy of we're going to go for it on fourth down most of the time in certain situations and uh, field positions. Because if that's your philosophy, then your approach on third down is different. Third down is second down. Third down is balanced. You don't have to pass. You could run. And what's great about that is so many defensive coordinators treat third down like you're definitely going to pass. And you see all these exotic, exotic fronts and blitz packages. And it's like, that's great, dude. Quarterback draw. I, they do that so much in Philly. And it's, it just kills teams. And even if... Jalen Hurts doesn't get all the yards. If he comes up one yard short, you know the quarterback sneaks coming up on fourth and one, and it's devastating. Love it. I think it's really a good way to play football, and I think most team, more teams should adopt it, especially if you have talent on offense. Stop trying to win with your defense unless you have a terrible offense. The Niners do not have a terrible offense. Control the game. Eagles have a, just as good of an offense as the 49ers, but they are aggressive on offense as they freaking should be. I think it, that that's the way the NFL should be moving. I'll say Don't this, and, and we never got to see the fourth, we never got to see the fourth down. But when I go back to the divisional playoff game against Green Bay two years ago in Green Bay at Lambeau, that third down run from Debo had we're going for it on fourth down vibes Hell all yeah. over it. Hell and, yeah. And, and Great guess what call. happened? Great freaking call. It was the first down. You got the first down because you gave it to your best player anyway, so it didn't matter. But that's what I'm saying. If you're committed to going for it on fourth down, it opens up the run game on third down, which yep. is so hard to stop because yep. defenses aren't expecting it. They're not prepared to stop it. They got They're their not. NASCAR packages and light guys yes. up front. Yeah. Yes. And so that's when you can use Trey Lance as a runner. Third and seven, quarterback draw with a lead block. I mean, you see a lot of quarterback counter with a, with, with a, a pulling guard. They do it in Philly. And, mm -hmm. and you're doing it against... Trey Lance got hurt on second and eight. Man, come on. Come on. Come on. Anyway, anyway, anyway. 
I think he could be more aggressive, and I think he should because I, think, I feel like his mentality for the last six years, the team he's been trying to build with John Lynch, is they want to win with defense. Man, stop. You're an offensive coach. It's an offensive league. Knock it off. You got way too much talent on offense to be putting it on the defense's hands every freaking game. They are good. But the, you know, like, someone's going to get called for a ticky-tack penalty. You know, like it's or Bose is going to get held and they're not going to call it because that's the way the NFL is going. Stop fighting it. Yeah. Stop fighting it. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. Very true. And it sucks. It sucks. But that's, that's what they want. They want they want a Super Bowl where someone wins 51 to 48. That's what they want. So give them it. Yeah. They don't want a 13 to three situation. That happened they don't want any of it. A few years ago, right? Yeah. That happened. They do not. And then it's never going to happen again. I bet no. you. No. I'm not going to let it happen again. The last two Super Bowls have been decided on these really ticky-tack defensive holding penalties. Like, they're not going to let you do that stuff at the end of the game. Like, yep. you, have, you can't play defense at the end of the game. Well, Niners still feel like they would have won the Super Bowl if Nick Bosa had gotten that call, right? You're not going to get that call. You're not going to get that call. And, and they, they would have won the Super Bowl had they gotten that they call. They would have. And he did yeah. get held. He legitimately yeah. got held. Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, it didn't matter. They didn't get one holding call in that whole Super Bowl against an atrocious offensive line. <laughs> not I one. I know. And it's not fair, right? But you can't fight it. If you can't beat them, join them. Join if you them. know the rule. But yeah, if you know that going in, then build your team to, to go with Accordingly. that. Accordingly. Yeah. Again, the Niners are so committed to, I'm going to win with defense and a complimentary offense. No. Fuck that. Okay? Fuck that. You were, you were scoring 33 points a game with Brock Purdy. Crank that up to 36, baby. You're a genius, man. Genius. They, they, uh, they, that's exactly it because I feel like they're built to win the NFC. I don't know if they're built to win a Super Bowl. And that's a big difference. It feels like the NBA, like the NBA from a few years ago, where it was like, man, how are we going to take down the Warriors? Let me tell you, you probably won't. Yeah. They're <laughs> really good. Like, how are you going to take down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? And Travis Kelsey, yeah. Well, score forty five. <laughs> okay, all right. Here yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. The, the uh, different the, the difference was at least when Cleveland got there, they still had the best player. But Patrick Mahomes is the best player. The best it's like player. it's yeah. like the Warriors when they got Kevin Durant. It's like okay, well, this okay. is stupid. All right. Battle Beast nineteen says Grant and Jesse, what's the purpose of the Niners uh, pretending Brock's going to be ready for the season when we all know he isn't? Please explain. Season tickets. I don't know. Wishful thinking. It's the same thing they did with Kinlaw last year. It makes him feel better at night. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's like a evil agenda. I just think that they really hope that that's the case. Wellness Matters says Brock does not need to be in any hurry to rush back and get, back and get put in harm's way again. He's not built to take much punishment. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, why would you? You're on a minimum contract right now. And after this year, you still aren't getting paid. You have to wait a full another year. So why would you put everything on the line to rush back and potentially get hurt again and never get paid? That doesn't make any sense. Love the Steven Seagal look with that shirt grants this song. <laughs> I like Steven Seagal. I mean, why? his movies. Why? <laughs> Is it always on 49ers after dark that you're just getting hammered for whatever shirt you're wearing? 
I have great taste in shirts. Addicted to action says Jimmy never contacted his team and teammates. I don't know what they saw in Jimmy. Jimmy went on a date with a porn star. Jimmy didn't want to suit up with his team. Jimmy got paid $137.5 million. This team was satisfied with QB uh, RM? Room, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't understand why the Cabo clicked like Jimmy so much, but to Kyle's credit, I feel like he's finally done. Here, here's one thing that I think is a, a bit of a misconception is that we assume that players at other positions know who they should play at different positions. Meaning when you have the team, this is the argument. Well, the team's saying that they want uh, Kyle or Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy. So that's who it should be. If you listen to them talk, it's very surface level. It's like, well, we know that we played and we won with them, so we're going to continue to do that. It's not like they're sitting in the quarterback room meetings and know every mistake and everything they're doing right. They have no idea. They just know that when they suit up, they win games. So the whole, hey, this guy wins games argument, that's the same argument that the players are giving you. Okay? Like, they don't know any better than you or I Except for Kittle. They, they're not breaking down He's film genius. on quarterback play. They're not. No, Kittle breaks down film. Kittle, Kittle yeah. is a quarterback guru. Sure, Everyone yeah, else, yeah. though, no. Yeah. yeah. He's the reason right. that they drafted Purdy, actually. Yeah, Kittle saw it. Yeah. So during the season, we play the over-under game, which is a lot yeah. of fun. Big hit. But we can't anymore because the season's over. So now we're going to play the would-you-rather game, which is just yep. as fun. Get to know it. I mean, I think you've played it before, but you haven't played it like this. Not like this, you haven't. And I don't know if I could do this every week, but this week I felt like I had a good good slate of would you rather. So Fair enough. Would you rather pay Mike McGlinchey $15 million a year <laughs> or start McKivitt's a right tackle? <laughs> start McKivitt's. Because to me, McKivitt's is probably as good as McGlinchey. And he'll be 15 times cheaper. So you could take that money that you didn't spend on right tackle and spend it on right guard and center. You could, theoretically. I'm not spent, no. The first option is a no-go. And any team that does it, I pity the fool. I pity the fool! <laughs> I pity the fool! I tend to agree with you. I think McGlinchey's better than McKivitz. However, I don't know if How he's... Much? 13 million dollars a year better yeah exactly or 12 million dollars a year better so i i would have to go mckivitz as well i agree okay i agree okay okay would you rather have all your picks traded and have just one first round pick this year or have the 10 or so picks that they have throughout the draft and make zero trades the second because second if they one? traded up they would they would draft for need they would not take bpa Kyle would make the pick and he would mess it up. He would freaking mess it up. What I like about this draft is I feel like it's, there's some self-awareness here. It's like, look, if we just get rid of all of our top picks, Kyle won't do any scouting and he'll just lose interest. We can make all the picks and we'll knock it out because that's what we do. So I was like, hey, Kyle, we don't have any picks this year. Like, we, we're, we're good. We're good. You just coached the team. Nah, man, Kyle is the king. He took McGlinchey with the ninth pick in the draft. No, I don't trust him. I like what they're doing this year. Get rid of all the top picks. They took Ty Davis Price. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> they still can take a Ty Davis Price in round three. I'm just saying. 
They might. Could happen. Zach Charbonnet. Take Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> He's like Chardonnay, but different. But different. Got it. It's like a lighter skin CMC. <laughs> That's so light. He is extremely <laughs> light skinned. He might be the lightest skinned person I've ever seen. He's, He's clear. He's clear. He's clear. Straight up clear. All right. <laughs> Would you rather pay Bosa the money that you know he's going to get? Let's just put it at $33 million a year. Or trade him right now to the Detroit Lions for both of their first round picks. This is a really hard one. Knowing that they're going to draft the defensive end to try to replace him. (laughs) I feel like this is the Buckner situation again, Mm -hmm. right? It's the Buckner situation. And it's like, is Bosa worth the money? Yeah. He's worth every penny. He's that guy. It's a lot of money, though. Quarterback money. Um, can Can you build a championship roster with him making that much money? Probably. But... If you could trade him for a guy who's 80% as good, making 10% the, the money, you do it. But that's what the Niners tried to do with Buckner, and it bit him. They got, you know, nothing. So, got to be careful, you know. Bird in the hand, it's, two in the bush, yada, yada, yada. It's tough. It's a tough one, man. Like, it's, it's so tough. with the, it's tough. Like, you get what, like the seventh pick and the 18th pick in the draft, and I'd be, I'd be tempted. I swear I'd be tempted, man. But you'd have to really feel very confident on whatever edge rush you're getting there. What if, what if, instead of replacing him through the draft, they said, okay, we're going to trade Bosa. Mm-hmm. We're going to take $17 million a year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give it to Yannick Ngakwe for the next three years. And then we're going to draft best player available with those picks. Are you in now? And it's possible that the best player available at pick seven is DN. So now you got two. Yeah. Supposed to one. Yeah. I'm in. I'm freaking in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but it's scary, right? But I mean, the Niners made this scary. decision with Buckner. Yeah. And with Buckner, they were like, oh, we don't want to pay him 20 million a year. Okay, well, Bose is 30 something, 30 what? Four? Five? Si- scary. I'd be into it, dude. I would be. Because again, it's defense. It's defense. He's going to get held in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and he's not going to make an impact. And everyone's going to complain about it, but that's the NFL, and it sucks. You know? Great player. What did he do in the last five games of the season? Are you allowed to play defense in the, in the playoffs? I don't know anymore. I'm in, I, dude, I'm into it. I'm into it. They won't do it, though. But I'm so they No, they definitely do won't do it. I could see the Lions potentially pulling the trigger because they're going to draft a defensive player anyway. That's what they need. They need defense. Their offense has been good. Yeah, and I mean, They need they somebody across from Aiden Hutchinson. He's on a rookie deal. They could theoretically afford Bosa. Yeah. I don't know. They are paying a lot for golf, though. Too much. Yeah, they are. That's true. Yeah. Look at question. I prob- that was interesting. I probably, that was interesting. I probably do it, too. If, that if, being said, Bosa's worth If the they money. brought in, like, Ngakwe or somebody. Like, the Chiefs just won a Super Bowl giving Frank Clark, like, $28 million a year. You know, the Niners can win one paying Bosa. He's better than Frank Clark. But still. Yeah, what he's he not. Worth? What is he worth in a trade? How many first-round picks is Nick Bosa worth? Yeah, at least the two. Yeah, you could two trade this him year. For, you, you, you could trade him for that pick. You could take it. You could take a D end and sign Gakwe and get an offensive player too, which is important because offense is more important. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. 
here's the thing is Bosa, if I'm if I'm forced to trade a, a star player, a star player on this team, it's not Bosa. But I know Bosa, if I can get two first round picks in the same draft, you gotta at least consider it. He's the most valuable player on the team. He's the most valuable player on the team. Yeah. I agree. And he plays defense. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's a good question. <laughs> good question. Yeah. I'm sure the chat's hella pissed. All right. No, absolutely not. There, there, you, you, made a, you made a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather trade Trey Lance or if you keep Trey Lance, you have to bring back Jimmy? <laughs> bringing back jimmy is useless it's pointless pointless there's no future in bringing back jimmy so at least in trading trey lance it's like oh well maybe they're going after lamar jackson maybe they're taking a big cut maybe it's because they're going to get aaron Rodgers, and they're like you know what we don't really care about the future it's about these next two years so I would be more into trading Trey Lance because I'm thinking that means that they're like, you know what? We don't really want to do a project and we got a top 10 quarterback. So sorry, Trey, go, you know, you're still young, go somewhere else. Bringing back Jimmy, there's no point. There's no potential in that. So I'd have to go with the first one. Oh, man. This one's tough because I really do think Trey's going to be good. But I don't know if he's going to be good with Kyle. Yeah, that's a good point. I can't, I, I can't do another year of Jimmy. If, if I have to watch Jimmy Garoppolo play quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers for one more year, <laughs> that might be the final straw. And if so they I'm sorry, back, Trey. I feel like it would, it, would, it would send a bad message. Like they're content with where they've been. The last four yeah. years. Like, you got to try to get over the hump at some point. Bringing him back again. Come on. You, he's gotten injured three seasons in a row. What's going to happen if you bring him back? You think he's going to yeah. stay healthy this time? Why? Why? Yeah. Because yeah. the offensive line is better this year? Is that why? <laughs> yeah. So, so much better. In fact, we yeah. proved it was way better, actually. Yeah, we've proven that. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Well, for the inaugural edition of Would You Rather, that was pretty fun, actually. I enjoyed that. Well, the problem is that we can't win the game, but I feel like I won it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let I'll you. Just if take that the, makes you feel win. better. Thank you. If Trey Nider if, says, I'm late to the party, so sorry if this was spoken on already. I say go all, go all in on Lamar. Trade all quarterbacks and Kittle for Jackson. And Kittle. Kittle can get some, too. George, you're out. You're going to Baltimore. I feel like he needs Kittle. I would throw in Debo. Let me just say something. This is the kind of topic, the Lamar Jackson thing, when you talk about it on the show, you're hesitant. But if you woke up tomorrow and the Niners traded for Lamar Jackson, are you kidding? Oh. Uh, no one would have any hesitation. They'd be like, this Nobody. is the best day. Nobody. This is the best day of all time. Something to think about. Him and Something CMC would be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how you contain that. Good luck. I mean, he's a top ten quarterback. You have the team. Yes, it just might work. It just might work. Yep. Don't talk to me about the quest for six and seven. Just get one. 
Niners messed up with Buckner trade because they didn't see DeForest from the trees. It was a good joke, though. I've, I've heard that one before, Andrew. <laughs> That's they actually pretty DeForest good. through the trees. Uh, you didn't finish. It's DeForest through the trees. It's the trees. trees, yeah. Vincent Campo says, at what number of games are you both ready to call Trey a bust because you both have been down on Jimmy Garoppolo and hyped on Trey with minimal evidence? Blah, 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 blah. After How five about- seasons, Vincent. After five, uh, Because if, if we give Jimmy Garoppolo five seasons, so... um. We're going into season three, so we got three more years, and then I'll I'll do it because it took it took ninety percent of this fan base five years to say that Jimmy Garoppolo was that. So if if it's unfair to say that about him after five years, then I want five years for Trey. So five years, give me twenty five starts. I mean, with Zach Wilson, I feel like I've seen enough. He's been at about twenty five. I feel like with with uh, Justin Fields. I feel like I've seen enough. I like Justin Fields, even though a lot of people don't. I like Justin Fields. I think he's the best athlete. But how many starts did it take for, for you to like Justin Fields? I liked him when he lost to, to Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but yeah, no, no. But I mean, I, I wasn't going to make any large statements about Justin Fields until I saw a couple dozen starts. Let's, I'm not going to say shit about any quarterback until I've seen a couple dozen starts unless they're totally awful, which Trey hasn't been. Trey has not been totally awful. I mean, in fact, he's been up and down. For me, I want to see at least two full seasons of starts before yeah. I'm making any okay. rash judgment on any quarterback. Go 35, 35, 25, 35. That sounds good to me. I mean, a lot of these guys get 50. But I mean, I don't think <clears> that would be necessarily. But anyway, Jimmy. I'm just saying certain quarterbacks with a certain facial look get eight chances while others get four starts. Same. It's true. It's true. Jaw lines matter. Jaw, it's the jaw line. Fortunately, you and I've been blessed. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that shirt though, with that jaw line, this shirt and this jaw line. Are you kidding me? Anyway, yeah. Thanks for bearing with me early in the show. I was having some Wi-Fi problems. I, I restarted the. Wi- I think it was just. Do you ever have like is the Wi-Fi is just not good for like a half an hour? I just feel like yeah. that happens sometimes. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Nope. I wanted to send out like a really, because I have like 35,000 followers or whatever on Twitter, and I could be like a jerk and be like, oh, at Xfinity, is this, did you call this service? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll yeah. write you back. You see when Trent Taylor did that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, over a flight <gasps> that you were late to. <laughs> so good. And everyone was like, dude, you're a jerk. <laughs> and he just left yeah. it up. I guess he was like, yeah, I guess I was wrong. He was hot. Whatever. He blocked me on Twitter. He did? Yeah. No. Trent Taylor. Before or after this incident? Oh, years ago. Oh, but years I just found ago. out because okay. I never searched for him. It's Trent Taylor. But I searched for him now <laughs> and everyone was talking about him. I'm like, what do you say? And I'm like, I'm blocked? For what? When? Why? When? Yeah. That's what? Funny. What did I say? That's funny. I like that. I think it was for saying that he played too much um, ping pong. He's so good at ping pong. He's better at ping pong than football. Hey, I mean, did you see him put it, put it, uh, put the business on Christian McCaffrey at the NFL honors, whatever? No. Oh man. Yeah. It was days before. He's that good, huh? He's lefty. Got spin. Okay. Puts the English on it. All right. There you go. I'm just making this show keep going for no reason. What are you doing the rest of the night? I've actually got a call in show. So head over to last second sports. We're going to do a call in over there. So if you want to talk about, would you rather, if you want to tell me I'm an idiot, 
for believing in Trey after four games. Uh, call in. Let's talk about it. Just even playing the Would You Rather game late night. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Go check out Last Second Sports. I will see you guys tomorrow. Take care.